56 degrees. Good morning. I'm Tom Robinson for KSOM, KS95 News. 73 the high today, 51 the low tonight, 69 on Thursday with a low of 36. Friday, 55, low 30. Saturday, 61, low 39. Sunday, 70, low 43. Monday, 70, low 48. And Tuesday's high, 72. Two people have entered a pleas of guilty to conspiracy to distribute a controlled substance. Mandy Billings reports. Kelsey Marie Thurman of Lewis and Mason Blaine Loudermilk of Atlantic are two of five Cass County residents arrested in June for conspiracy to distribute fentanyl. The arrests were the result of a six-month investigation into a series of fentanyl overdose cases occurring in Cass and Shelby counties. According to the plea agreement documents from the United States District Court in the Southern District of Iowa for Kelsey Thurman, Kelsey Thurman admitted that beginning at least as early as August 2019, she and co-defendant Chase Jonke entered an agreement or came to an understanding to distribute a controlled substance, fentanyl. As part of the agreement or understanding, Thurman drove Jonke to Omaha, Nebraska to obtain fentanyl, delivered fentanyl to others, and collected money from the sale of fentanyl. Thurman and Jonke distributed, as part of the conspiracy, over 400 grams of fentanyl in pill form. On or about October 3, 2021, Thurman, along with Jonke, provided fentanyl pills to two individuals. On October 4, 2021, one of those individuals was found to have died from an overdose of fentanyl by using half of a fentanyl pill provided by Thurman and Jonke. Thurman and Jonke supplied fentanyl pills to co-defendants Colby Clarkin and Colin Clarkin. Thurman admitted that Colby Clarkin supplied fentanyl pills to an individual who died of a fentanyl overdose on or about February 24, 2022. The charge carries a mandatory minimum sentence of at least 20 years in prison and a maximum sentence of life in prison, a maximum fine of $20 million, and a term of supervised release of at least 10 years up to life. A sentencing date for Thurman is unknown at this time. Meanwhile, Mason Blaine Loudermilk of Atlantic entered a plea of guilty to conspiracy to distribute a controlled substance, fentanyl, last month. At this time, sentencing proceedings for Loudermilk will be held on February 28th. And according to court documents, a trial for Chase Daniel Jonke of Lewis, Colby Ray Clarkin, and Colin Jacob Clarkin, both of Atlantic, is set for November 7th with a plea deadline of October 21st. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. In the Drug Enforcement Administration, seeing a lot more fentanyl in the Midwest, DEA agent Justin King says it's only getting worse. They've already had the network in place to distribute methamphetamine and cocaine and other drugs, and we're seeing them exploit those routes and really push this product, which is these are these fake pills. The agency recently wrapped up a fentanyl enforcement push, seizing 10 million fentanyl pills and nearly 1,000 pounds of fentanyl powder in the Midwest in just four months. On Tuesday, the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors voted across the board to hire the outside law firm Ehlers & Cooney to help guide the county through the Summit Solution Pipeline process. Montgomery County Supervisor Donna Robinson asked Tim Whipple if Ehlers and Cooney, who joined the meeting via Zoom, if the county would pass an ordinance, is it enforceable? Whipple said a lot of it depends on what other entities do. The filings that Shelby County has made at the Utilities Board are important in that respect because all of the pipeline companies need a state permit, as they need other permits, federal permits, 
um, other state permits from the DOT or the Department of Natural Resources. And this issue was dealt with by the Utilities Board in the Dakota Access proceedings. And the board has the authority under the pipeline permitting statute to impose conditions on permits. And one of the conditions that the board imposed on Dakota Access was that it must acquire all of the other necessary permits or its state permit was void. So it was, they were mutually dependent. Now, Whipple says Shelby County's request of the Iowa Utilities Board will ultimately be that it should impose the same conditions for local permits. That the pipeline companies, all of them, should be required to respect local local permits that apply. And Whipple says it would help if the Iowa Utilities Board require compliance with local ordinances. Whipple says even if it does not, counties have independent power under their zoning powers and home rule authority to impose conditions and pass local laws. That's what an ordinance is. It's a local law. There would be some things you could attempt to do in a zoning ordinance that may not be enforceable. Given the federal government's you know, clear authority on safety and operational concerns, things like that, you know, I would, I would definitely not encourage you uh, to attempt to dictate things to the pipeline company about its operations, about the engineering aspects of the, of the pipeline. Um, you know, those kinds of requirements uh, likely would not be enforced. And Tim Whipple with Ehlers and Cooney Law Firm will appear in closed session with the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors at their meeting on Tuesday, October 11th. Red Oak Police arrested 53-year-old Fred Francis Welch IV of Red Oak on a Montgomery County warrant for failure to appear under charge of OWI first offense and possession of a controlled substance. Officers transported Welch IV to the Montgomery County Jail and held him in a $5,000 bond. Iowa U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley at a rural residence north of Atlantic on Tuesday evening spoke about his long tenure in public office. Maybe you think, well, after all those years, why, why are you doing it? Sometimes a question I actually get from people. And I love Iowa, love the people of Iowa. I like, love the work that I'm doing for them, try to work hard at it. You pay me a lot of money, I should work hard to earn it. And, uh, that's, that's what it is. It's service to the people of Iowa. The senator says part of his work is touring all 99 Iowa counties. When we're out in session, I travel the counties, as you know about my 99-county tour, where I go have a Q&A, not just like Bob Dole says, Grassley drives through the county and smells the flowers. <laughs> I actually stop and have a meeting with Iowa. And Grassley has toured all 99 counties for 42 straight years. And that's high schools, maybe 10 or 12, a few factories, a few open town meetings, maybe a lot of open town meetings. And But the point is, I try to go places where people can't come to me. So that's the hospitals, the schools, and the and everything else. You know, you never get a kid under 18 years of age coming to your town meeting, so if you want to know what young people are thinking, you got to go to where they are. So that's why I go to a few high schools every year. Grassley says he had not missed a vote until November 2020 when he had COVID 8,927 times without missing a vote. He speaks of 2,000 senators serving in the U.S. Senate. He holds the record for consecutive votes cast going back to 1789. His work in Washington, D.C. talks about his cattle bill that has come out of committee to get cattle at a fair market price. 
Grassley's also working on a bipartisan bill, taking on big tech antitrust bill to limit the price increase of prescription drugs year over year to no more than the CPI. The Iowa senator is seeking his eighth term in office. The longtime incumbent is running against Democrat Admiral Mike Franken. In a Des Moines Register poll released in August, Grassley held a 47 to 39 point lead over Franken. A water main break on the north side of Audubon earlier on a Tuesday prompted a water boil or advisory for residents living in that area. Residents on the north side of Audubon should ingest the water without boiling it first or use the bottled water. The city will notify the public when it's safe to drink the water again. Again, this is the folks that lost their water on the northern part of the city of Audubon. And Audubon County Road Department says more than 60th Street between J and Lark Avenue will be closed through traffic and spots for short periods on October 6th and 7th. Contractors will be working on several spots for short periods of time. And the Ottoman County Road Department says the resurfacing of East Division Street from 190th Street, F32, south to the intersection of North Arlington Drive is done. The road is now open. I'm Tom Robinson, ABC News is coming up.